0: in year number four it's a yank on the footy with craig wessels let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth thanks for tuning in everybody hello everyone and welcome to episode 285 of a yank on the footy i'm craig wessels coming from sandusky ohio and i'm absolutely thrilled that you're checking out this episode In just a moment, I'm going to be joined by my mate, Mick Ossie, from up in Edmonton. And we are going to be talking about the opening week of finals. We've got four fantastic games this weekend. And uh, just cannot wait to get the action started. 5.20 a.m. here for the Pies and the D's tomorrow morning for me. Yes, I will be up for that. Now, don't forget that if you want to get your local footy club getting a shout-out during an upcoming episode, drop me a note via email uh at, at the of the footy, gmail.com shoot me a message on facebook twitter instagram over on my website yankonthefooty.com i love being able to give local footy clubs a shout out and today's club of the episode are the albany sharks of the great southern football league in the southern coast of wa the sharks were founded back in 2008 and by their own admissions they scuffled for years of tough footy or through tough footy according to an article that i just read on the abc the club between 2008, when they were founded in 2021, won two games. Not two games per year, two games, period. And as a Cleveland Browns fan for 60 years, I can certainly empathize with that because we've been bad an awful lot during my lifetime, which is pretty much my whole lifetime. Well, this past weekend, that all changed. And led by their captain, Tate McLean, and former Docker and St. Brett Peak, the club defeated the Albany Railways 66 to 48 to win their first ever Premiership and this is some absolutely wonderful images shared on their uh, Facebook page and in the headlines in the local newspaper as well Uh, and I want to give a big shout out to their 16's team as well because they also won their Premiership against Railways and I have to admit as a Geelong supporter I love your team song absolutely love it so congratulations to you Sharks good on you what a fantastic season, and it's great to have that to plunk into the trophy case. Hopefully you already had a trophy case waiting to be filled now, rather than having to go out and find a trophy case. So let's go ahead and jump into my chat with Mick Aussie. We're going to get through the, uh, the four games this weekend during the first round of finals, and uh, well, we'll see what Mick has to say, and uh, I'll share you my thoughts as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by my mate, Mick Ossie. Mick, how are you doing today on this beautiful Wednesday? Well, we're back after
1: a week break of the AFL. Not sure about that preseason bye. I don't like it. Like I said, should have it before the grand final because of this concussion rule of 10 or 14 days or whatever it is. So, yeah, ready for some football? 3.30 a.m. my time, I think, tonight
0: yeah it is yeah it's five uh, yeah three twenty because I think it's a five twenty first bounce here, so right. I get seven twenty yeah and you got of course the first three games this weekend are all at the MCg so uh if you happen to be you know Gavin Ingham and you're that that spruker that works at uh at Marvel well, you have uh this week off because you're not working um <laughs> so which is you know and you know i I think the Saints actually asked to play their home game at Marvel rather than coming to the MCG because, you know, it's the Saints and the Giants. And I wonder just what kind of a crowd do you think they're going to get at the MCG? I mean, I can't imagine they're going to get more than 45,000. their tops, I wouldn't think.
1: Maybe 50,000. Know, you're dead, right? Saints finished higher than Giants, so they should have a home final. Well, and Marvel is their home ground. So again, the smaller team... Get screwed a bit by the AFL, so yeah, you're absolutely right there. Staying should be kicking up about that because they play their home at Marvel. You're right. Yeah,
0: well, how does that work out for the Cats when they play finals? Because that they've been they've been you know they've been barking up the wrong tree as far as that or meowing up the wrong tree, I guess, since I've been following the game because they've not played a finals game in Geelong as far as I've been as long as I've been following the game. So. I guess, you yeah, know, hang on, hang on. <clears throat>
1: Let's not go down that track again. I've argued the <laughs> counterpoint with you on that. several I times.
0: I know, I know. But, but I, you know, I, I, it would have been nice to see them there. Cause I think, you know, the crowd noise might've even been because it's indoors. I think the crowd noise might have been better for St. Kilda playing at Marvel than at the MCG. Yes. The LUT, the allure, the luster of playing at the MCG is great, but. You know, you, you have to wonder how many, how many fans are the giants going to bring to melbourne for that game
1: oh uh, well there's gonna be a few maybe that live there and yeah i don't yeah. know hardly any will travel won't they yeah you know,
0: I'll, I'll be looking for rick shibani in the stands but i don't think he'll be there but you know rick i'm yeah. sure we we want to go but uh you know we got four really interesting matchups and you know before we really get into those you know i did see that there was one one person that is actually officially now that i've noticed that has come out and said yes i officially want to trade and that's uh sabarada galia asking to leave the cats again and go to port adelaide um and you wow. know port yeah. port, port uh, you know the cats have said they want a first round pick for him i'd love that, nah. but, uh, nah. is that well exactly. yeah i don't know if that's going to happen but uh you know it, that's kind of sometimes gets based upon the uh, like the length and amount of the salary isn't it in terms of what they're
1: paying the person that's sometimes uh. how that gets attributed I think it's more on your ability. He's not worth the first round. I do like him. I don't blame him. He, he should, should have played more games at your cats, but wow. Port Adelaide get him and maybe Grundy. Oh, I don't like that. Grundy Grundy shouldn't be good wherever he goes. I think
0: as a, as a crow supporter, I can understand why you're groaning like that. But, uh, and I saw something today that uh, there were some people talking about how the, uh, and I haven't looked into it too much, but the, the different crows podcast, it sounds like they were having a little bit of controversy with one another. And I've not, I've not delved into what that is about, but, uh, I need to take a look at that and see what's happening there because, you know, we should, you know, hopefully, you know, they're all in it together. You know, they should be kind of, you know, working side by side. Uh, it sounds like one of the team songs there. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I don't know about that one. You yeah. have
1: to tell me what's going
0: on. Yeah. Bit of
1: fighting in Adelaide is there? My hometown. Yeah, I,
0: I, I saw a couple things on Twitter about how you know um, a a port supporter talking about how they enjoy just sitting back and watching the uh, the Adelaide uh, podcasts. You know, kind of going after one another. So so let's <laughs> let's take a look at the game that we actually know who's playing in it. And that is the magpies hosting Melbourne at the MCG. And again, three out of the four games are going to be played at the MCG. Uh will they, you know, will they do any replacement of turf if, if need be, but you know, as the games go on? Because theoretically you could see, you know, several more games being played at the MCG before the grand final.
1: Nah, they can't replace the turf, can they this time of year? No, no, nah, I couldn't do okay. that. But I mean I, I did the- hear it's uh I heard it might be quite wet tonight. I, I heard Blighty and Wildy saying that today, so could be very wet. Is that right?
0: I haven't looked at the weather yet. I just know that it's been uh, it's been in the nineties here. You know, it's, so it's been like thirty-three, thirty-four degrees here. And my classroom has very little ventilation. So it has been uh, it's been oppressively warm in my class. I actually wore shorts to school today because uh you know, I figured that people needed to see my knees. <laughs> um, yeah, it would, it was going to distract them from my chin since I tried to carve, you know, cut my chin off last night while I was shaving, uh, as I mentioned to you. But, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Cause you know, you got, uh, you got Bailey Laurie being the sub. Daniel Turner is omitted. Jake Melksham injured. Michael Hibbert, Tom McDonald back in. McDonald hasn't played since I think round 11. Uh, and some interesting choices for Hollywood, Of course, you know, Darcy Moore's back in. Nathan Murphy's in. Bo McCreary's back in. Billy Frampton's omitted. Um, Finley, Finn McCrae is the sub Jack Ginovan omitted and John Noble, who played all 23 games for the pies this year, omitted as well. And there was a, I saw an, uh, an image of, uh, Darcy Moore consoling him, giving him a hug at, at training, you know, when he found out he wasn't going to be playing in this game. And I, I mean, you know, you played all 23 games. I mean, what, what more can you do, you know, to, to show that
1: you should have a spot on the final side. Well, Darcy Moore can hug him all he wants. It's not going to help him one bit. He's not going to be absolutely yeah. pissed, yeah. pissed off if you're noble, missing the game. Now, I did hear his form's been down a little bit the past few weeks. So, if that's the case, got to stick with McRae on his decision. Right, right. But right. – Toughest game of the week. Should be an absolute ripper. Magpie's favoured by two and a half points. I'm a little bit worried about the D's forward line. McDonald hasn't played in quite a while. As you know, Melchim out. He's kicked some goals lately. Fritch is starting on the interchange. He's good when he comes on, but bit injury prone. I do like the full forward line of the Magpies. You've got McStay in and Goey and Elliott. So those other guys can score. Mm -hmm. My check at centre-half forward. I'm going to go with the Magpies just. I've thought that all along. And then I did talk to my dad. He said Magpies. Blighty and Wildy said Magpies. But hey, let's be honest, could be an absolute ripper and it no, could go yeah, either it,
0: way. And I think all four of these games are gonna be that. I went with I went with the D's on this one. I'm going with the D's to win it by eight. I just I don't I just think yeah. having you know uh, Nick Dacos out is still gonna be it's still gonna hurt Collingwood. You know, the Pies lost three out of their last five, the D's won seven out of their last eight. Um, you know, both of them they're trending in other directions. And again just because you lost three out of five doesn't mean you can't come back and win a game, but I just think the D's were really beginning to hum. And I, I think they're going to be, I, I think the D's are going to, are going to nip it and, and, and get them here in this case. But, you know, you're looking at the weather and I'm looking at it you know, tomorrow night, uh, 5.00 PM in Melbourne, uh, 45% chance of showers, 6.00 PM, 75% chance of showers and 15 degrees. And then by seven o'clock, so 20 minutes before first bounce 78 chance of percent chance of showers and about thirteen degrees, and then it drops down to forty nine percent by eight, and then by nine o'clock, down to twenty four percent chance of rain. So sounds like it's going to rain to start, and then it's going to uh, it's going to taper off as the night goes along.
1: Well, you got to you got to look at the on bowlers, especially in wet weather. I mean, the on ballers are key in any game. But I think in wet weather, the smaller guys on ball, strong hands, strong uh-huh. legs. It really is the key I, I I feel Collingwood has a bit of advantage there, but hey, could go either way. let's just yeah. hope it's a great game we really,
0: really do because oh, I, I think, don't really
1: care way anyway, to be honest. I
0: think I think it will and i'm and I'm looking I'm looking forward to having the game on in my classroom tomorrow morning because it'll be coming to the tail end of the game as my students are starting to roll in to start the school day of course, I'm thinking right. about it now. I also have a staff meeting that is at like seven I have a, Department meeting. It starts at seven thirty. So about two hours into the game, I have to go sit in and sit in on a meeting, which I'm absolutely ah. thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled about that because you know, nah, you pull a yeah. sicky,
1: go and go and say you got a crooked stomach and sit in the no. toilet. Man. Yeah, but go. see here.
0: But here's the thing, though. I never take sick <laughs> days, though. I mean, I have I have like two hundred, almost two hundred and eighty sick days at my job. I could take a year and a half off from school and still have a couple of days left over. So
1: well, they, just you got a, you got a chronic case of diarrhea all of a sudden and go and sit in the toilet. There you go.
0: Well, but yeah, that's true. That's true. But the (laughs) meetings in the the meetings in the classroom right next to mine, so they can come find me if need be. So, yeah. So then we've got, we've got Carlton hosting the Swans at the MCG. The blues won nine in a row before dropping their last game against GWS The Swans. They won six in a row before dropping their last game against the D's at home. Uh, We don't know who's playing in this one at this point in time, you know, Ed Kurnow, uh announced the older Kurnow brother announced that he's stepping away from the game after this year. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the blues might just be channeling their inner Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi to, you know, from the blues <laughs> brothers, and they might just be on a mission from God here. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm going with Carlton to win this one by 11. I just, I think that they are really beginning to peak and, and, you know, the swans, what a fantastic story to basically resurrect themselves the way, you know, John Longmire did uh, during this, this second half of the season, when quite frankly, they were, they were left for dead. Nobody, nobody, you went back, you know, even if you asked a Swan supporter back in like, you know, round 13 or 14, even probably round 16, your, t- your team playing finals, they'd have told you to fuck off. No, we're not playing finals. We're
1: terrible this year. And here they are playing finals. Yeah, yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on. They shouldn't be. The Crows should be there. We all know that because that umpire was an absolute disgrace. So they're lucky to be there, and that's That's the truth of the matter. But hey, whatever, rules are rules. Crows missed out. They shouldn't have left it to make it. They shouldn't have relied on an umpire. So, yep, whatever. Swan's good on them. They did have a great last half of the year. They did beat Carlton at the SCG by twenty six points on May the twenty sixth. But that could have been when Carlton was going through that rough stage. Blues are favoured by thirteen and a half. Now listen, I think I think the Blues will win, but I'm definitely giving the Swans a chance. For mm-hmm. one reason, Swans have got playoff experience, finals experience. That that's a great like
0: point. 10. That's that's a really good point because yeah, they've this is a club that played in the grand final. Okay they they got announced at the grand final i i'm i'm hey my my club took the premiership home and it was a blowout so it's kind of like the giants with the tigers a few years back where they kind of got blown out as well i mean did they really play or were they just there Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i know but yes you're right they do have the experience they've they've got a lot of veteran players now the blues have that but they don't have the the pressure you know they haven't had to deal with the pressure of a of a cutthroat final like this and we'll see we'll see if the wheels fall off on them you know, well, definitely,
1: it, finals experience is definitely a thing. It really is. Like, yeah. the Blues would probably be more nervous at the start of the game. The Swans have been there before. That said, I still think the Blues are the better team. But I'm going to take the Swans to cover that 13 and a half, exactly what you did. You said Blues by 11. Uh-huh. So if you're a betting person, take the Swans to cover. And if they win, you win it as well. But yeah, it could be a good one um but i'm still pissed off that the well, swans are there and the crows aren't yeah i and I, I i couldn't imagine you taking
0: the swans to win this game simply because of that and you know let's be honest no you know, no no i
1: don't like the blues i don't like the blues i hope the swans win actually
0: okay okay but you know had had the umpire done his job let's be honest you know the the cats would have played much more inspired footy that last week against the uh, the bulldogs and and okay i'm i'm just trying to justify uh, how things could have turned out. But yeah, the, the, you know they they dropped three in a row to to absolutely crap out at the end of the year. Um, so we go to, back to the MCG for the third game in a row um, with St. Kilda hosting GWS. And GWS won nine of their last 11. Um, they split their last, you know, they, uh, the Saints, I think, split their last four, if I'm not mistaken. If I was looking at that correctly, I didn't write down that that was them, but I'm pretty sure they split their last four games. Uh, if I can get this to load on my screen here really quickly, but I believe that's what happened with them. They lost two and won, two out of their last four. And uh, but you know, both of these teams have been great stories. yeah, they they lost in round twenty one, one, twenty two, and twenty three, and then lost by a couple goals to the Lions up at the gaba seventy two sixty. But you know, these two clubs might be you know, and if you're not a Carlton supporter, they might be the feel good stories of
1: the year in the AFL. Oh absolutely I didn't expect either team to make it good on them congratulations that said I think either team could maybe win a couple of finals mm-hmm. but I think any of the other any of the other six teams I think could get on a run and get to the grand final and win it I can't see the Giants or the Saints getting to the grand final but hey, I could be totally wrong yeah, Giants are favoured by three and a half. I'm going to pick the Giants. Yeah, I think they're just in better form. But then, hey, I've underestimated Saints all year, so maybe my pick is not worth worth anything. So take well, yeah. the Giants, I think.
0: And that's the exact thing. That's the exact thing that I wrote down. Is that you know all year long people have bet against the the, the Saints and said you know this club's going to falter. You know things are not going well. You know Ross started out okay with all the injuries, but now things are starting to you know. They're starting to have their little hiccups here and there, but you know this is a a club that just kept proving the doubters wrong. I'm going with the Giants to win this one by nine as well. I just I just think that this is a a pretty solid club, and I think you know again they're they're going into next year with not only their first their own first round pick, they've got the 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 Tigers' first rounder coming up this next year as well. And do they you know do they you know do they package those and get you know, something that's gonna help them leap forward another, you know, couple spots on the ladder and get into a uh into a top four spot then um uh, for next year. I mean I could see this club being a top four team next year.
1: How much well they didn't really have any luck, but I think they probably deserve nearly all of those last nine wins. And hey, I'll go for any team outside of Melbourne so I kind of don't mind the Giants.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, and, and, you know, I went for, I went for, you know, when I chose the team, I wanted to support, I went for a team outside of Melbourne as well. um, Not too far out, but I just, I was, like I said, I was looking for something, you know, that was, and, and just the Ford thing as as we've talked about so many times, you know, the Ford thing helped yeah. push me in there. And, and uh I'm really waiting for Brisbane, which we're going to talk about here in a moment. They're good. They're going to, they're going to take the, uh they're going to take the, uh the, the rapper off of Micaiah Cockatoo and run him out there in this first final. I know it's going to happen. Okay. It's not going to ah. happen. But uh, again, this is an interesting matchup, you know, up at the, uh, um at the Gabba, you know, the Brisbane won nine of 11 to finish out the year. They won all 11 games at the Gabba, you know, port started out fast. They lost like they were like they, they were one and two and then they ran off. What was it like 13 wins in a row? But then they, uh, you know, they dropped four in a row and then won their last two at the end of the year to, you know, if they finished in the, you know, in the uh, top three, you know, had they won one of those other games, this game would be played at at the Adelaide Oval rather than up at the Gabba, which would have, I think, certainly been a better thing for Port Adelaide. Um, But, you know, this this is an intriguing game because, I mean, I could see. I can see both of these clubs, you know, even the loser, you know, going back through the losers bracket again and coming back and these two clubs playing in the grand final. I could see that happening. As you mentioned, you said you could see just about any one of these clubs except for maybe the Giants and the Saints
1: playing in the grand final. Yeah, look, it's uh it is an interesting game. Lions are favored by 14 to 15. Look, if the Lions are at all mentally let up a little bit Port Adelaide will get them I mean I know first hand the tradition of that Port Adelaide football club they won so many premierships in the SANFL you love them or you hate them and you have to respect the club the winner all cost attitude Mm -hmm. the way they bond as a team I don't like them but I respect them mainly from the SANFL days and that a lot of that has carried over into the Port power. So, yes, I'll go for the Lions. But, like I said, if they relax mentally at all, Port Adelaide will get them. Absolutely yeah. they will. With those gun-on ballers, big Charlie Dixon's not in apparently. Still, still a bit injured. Marshall, well, you like him. He's a bit up and down. He's come good lately. So, well, I'll take the Lions just. There you go. Port yep. to cover. I I went with
0: Port Adelaide in this one. Uh, oh, I just wow. I just think that they're that they're gonna get, you, you know. I think you know having lost Ashcroft, I think is a huge loss for the for the uh, the Lions. Um, and I just I I just had this sneaky feeling that you know that maybe Danaher has a bit of a down game. Um, you know, both he and Hipwood, you know, have you know, occasionally taken turns where they they struggle in games where they they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn and and maybe (laughs) maybe this happens to be that week where one of them scuffles and and like i said just you know i'm going to go with port adelaide and it's it's nothing against brisbane and brisbane's a great side i will not be shocked i won't be displeased if brisbane wins um but just for the sake of conversation i i'm going to go with um port adelaide to win this one uh which would then uh send Brisbane. Well, but have Brisbane home again, yet another week, I think, you know, facing off against uh, the loser or I'm sorry, the winner of, of one of the two games, you know, the Carlton and uh, GWS game or the, the Carlton and Sydney game or the GWS and Saints game, which I think in that situation, would I mean, tell, tell me Carlton heading up to Brisbane would not be one hell of a barn burner of a game right there. Yeah. That would be, that would be awesome. Because again, you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting a uh, a, a Melbourne based team out on the road, uh, which they don't like to do that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I just have this funny feeling it's going to be Port Adelaide. And and again, I could be completely wrong, which, you know, I've been plenty wrong this year. I certainly nah, look.
1: No, nah, you totally could be right. And I'm with you. Danaher and Hipwood are up and down. And Damien Barrett's been pushing for Danaher. Danaher should have made the All-Australian team. Crap, he wasn't that good. I'm glad he didn't make it. Like, I'm a, I am don't mind him, but he's too up and down. And There's no way he was in the best 22 and the best three forwards for the all Australian and so, yeah. that's just, that's just Damien Barrett. I like him, but no, I totally disagree with him on that one. But imagine if Port Adelaide win, then the next week, Two weeks' time, they get the home final. So, man, if they do win, they're going to look good all the way through, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that is... And that, that, demons, that Demon's Magpies game, whoever wins that, then gets the, gets the good run into the grand final too. But that said, with the bye last week and then a bye next week for whoever wins these two games, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes less football is not as good. So a team can lose this week. One of the top four teams can lose, play next week, hit some form. So it's totally possible if you keep playing, you are better off.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's that's a great point. It's uh, you know, you you're staying fresh. You're staying, you know, you're keeping your craft yeah. honed. Um, you know, and this is a great example. You know, my the school where I teach, you know, uh, they the the football game they were they were supposed to play this Friday night at our school got canceled because the team we're supposed to be playing has so many injuries. They can't feel the team this Friday night. So our team doesn't have a game this Friday. So they're, they're going to play only nine games this year rather than 10. That sucks. No, oh, it does. Yeah, it does. And this is a team, you know, that uh, the team they're playing against, they, they barely lost to, but in, you know, they were um, in one of the divisions, you know, cause we have seven different divisions in football here in the state of Ohio, like just depending upon the size of the school, they this team that we were supposed to play, they lost the state championship game last year. And, uh, I guess some things happened where the coach had to resign, but they lost a lot of players from the team. But they were so beat up this year they didn't or this past week that they didn't have enough healthy players to come and play us. so which so it leaves our kids, you know, having to train away from you know kind of, you know getting themselves rested and recovered, which is maybe a good thing, because you know, we had a couple of kids with some some little niggles, some little injuries that maybe they'll be healthy again when next week rolls around when they, uh, they start play inside their conference. So it stinks that they lost one game, but it's, you know, I I have a Friday night free. So I set up an interview for Friday night. So that worked out pretty well for me. Right. Yep. So, you know, we started something about a month ago, six weeks ago, where at the end of each episode, we were doing a little bit of a, uh, let's see what Mick knows about, uh, and what he remembers about some, uh, Australian slang. And again, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I, I got a, uh, got a, a word search book of Australian slang terms from my sister for my birthday back in June. And, you know, the hope is that I'm, I'm going to be making the, the trek to Australia next summer. Um, still working on that. I think it's going to happen, but we've had a few things that have cropped up that, that might be pushing that back a little bit, but, uh, I'll talk to you more about that later on. But, uh, I have five for you here that kind of have a little bit of a theme again. It's it's somewhat along the lines of uh, um, what we did a couple weeks ago, where they were all themed towards the uh, the <laughs> results of the Sydney Adelaide game. All so, right. so here's here's our first one, and and this one may anger some people, but uh, what does it mean to do a herald? A what? To do a herald. A herald. A herald, H-A-R-O-L-D.
1: What does it mean to do to, a herald? To do a her- herald? Uh-huh. Never heard of it, never heard anything like it. No idea, I'll take a guess, but no idea. Okay. You want me to take a guess? Sure. To do a herald? I don't know, have a crap? uh uh-huh. not quite, uh uh-uh. okay. this
0: is This is in reference to your... Prime Minister who disappeared swimming Harold holt oh! <laughs> okay okay and and the, the, what I saw what I found when I looked up the definition of it it means to to bolt or leave abruptly okay. so to do, to do a Harold because he went, he went swimming along the southern coast of the country if I'm not mistaken and was never seen again right
1: yeah what was his name again you'll see Harold,
0: you Harold holt h o l t yes wow yes. yeah. Yes, so, yes. And I yes, and I and I hadn't I hadn't looked that one up and I had a sneaking suspicion because I knew the story about him but I had a feeling that that's what that definition was going to be and I and it turns out I was right as I was looking it up.
1: Wow, well that's that something. was before, I think I was very very young. What year was that? Do you know what it year was, he, uh,
0: he disappeared in 1967.
1: Okay, yeah, I, well I'm not telling my age but I was, you know, whatever. Yeah, I was I was four.
0: Okay. So I'm telling my age there. Yes, I was. Four. All right, zero and one. I had no idea with that one. Yeah, and he was only fifty nine when he disappeared. So, the right. next the next one. So you know, I guess I should ask the question: Which club this weekend is going to do a herald?
1: Uh, yeah. Who's gonna disappear? Well, I hope it's Carlton. I, I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know.
0: I still hold that little grudge about the, you know, the timing of bringing Michael Voss in. So I wouldn't be too <laughs> sad. I wouldn't be too sad if that <laughs> happened, but I, but I have to admit, I have to admit it has been fun. You know, the cats are not involved. So and again, I'm not sitting here sulking about that they played terribly this year, but it has been fun seeing the excitement in the blue supporters that I inter- that I interact with online, it's been it's been nah. fun seeing. It's been nah. fun. I know you Stop don't feel them. that way, but you know, I. But again, you have to keep in mind, I don't have built into me that 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 intrinsic hatred for other clubs. I
1: you know I I don't
0: hate them. No, I don't hate right, them. Yeah. I just didn't.
1: I didn't like their arrogance. That's all I didn't like.
0: Well. But you know they've they they haven't played finals for a while, so you can't yeah. You know, how hard it is – oh? How can you be arrogant when you've not played finals for a while? But,
1: oh, uh, it's was come back this year, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that that, that
0: that happens. And you know what? I I hope that I hope that the Browns have a very successful year, so I can go ahead and be arrogant. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the second one, the second one is Struth, S T R E W T H.
1: Oh, yeah. St- oh str- truth. yeah. Oh, it's like a common saying. Struth, damn it. Oh, damn. Oh, struth. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a saying. Struth, kind of like maybe damn it would be okay. closest yeah. thing to yeah, Something it's, it, like that. It it's said critical. a mild.
0: A, the definition said a mild oath expressing surprise or generally adding emphasis. So, yeah, I'm giving yeah. you that one. I'm oh, giving you that right. one. Yay. So, Yay. Yeah, so the third one. The third one. What is a stunned
1: mullet? Oh, I know this. (laughs) A stunned mullet. I think it, I know the saying, and I think it comes from the mullet fish. So it might be like a stunned fish animal and then reference back to a person so mm-hmm. if you're a stunned if you're a stunned mullet you're like in shock
0: outstanding uh someone caught in a state of paralyzing surprise
1: fear or bewilderment yeah all right there you go two if out comes, of three did it comes from the fi- I wonder if it came Wonder if it come from the fish i'm not sure about that all right i got it yes
0: it did, it did come from the, uh, I just knocked out my earbuds there real quickly. It did come from the, uh, the fish. Yeah. It talked about the fish, you know, that sometimes when you, you know, when you've caught the fish and you bring the fish in or the fish comes in in the net, the fish has that, that look on its face. Like, Holy <laughs> shit, what's going on here? Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. All right. So the fourth one, and I, and I'm wondering, uh, which club is going to be doing this this weekend, <laughs> which, which, which club is going to be doing a huru?
1: H O O R O O. Ahuru. H. Sounds like my nickname, Harrow. <laughs> when I went to Flinders, I was always named as Harry when I was in Gaula. Then they named me Harrow in Flinders yeah. Park. So, because of my last name. Doing yeah. a, a, a Harrow. Ahuru. Ahuru. H o o oh, r o o. I'll be like uh, happy. Ah. Uh... No, it says. Okay, it, okay, hang on. Let me keep going. Uh, okay. Huru. Exciting, happy. Not. Not quite. Not quite. Okay,
0: what is it? The the definition says is a distinctively Australian way of saying goodbye. The truly wondrous, phantasmagorically splendiferously magical word "huru," credited credited to someone's Uncle Wally, echoing two likely sources. So. I, you know, it's basically, it's like a fancy, a fun way of saying goodbye, I guess. Never, never heard of it. Not, well, again, like, I, and neither had I till I looked it up. <laughs> neither had I. Okay. Right. Now, this, this last one. So I guess, you know, which, which, you know, we talked about, you're hoping that Carlton says huru this weekend. Um, but, uh, you know, says, you know, distinct, as distinctive goodbye this weekend, but uh All right. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? And maybe you you wouldn't mind actually seeing if Sydney did it. I know you'd rather see Sydney win than them, but uh simply because they knocked your club out. But uh the last one, yeah. and when I read this one up, when I read about this one, it actually said it was specific to South Australia. Oh wow. So the last one is Foss kicking. F-O-S-S-K-I-C-K-I-N-G. Foss kicking. F-O-S-S? Uh-huh. Then kicking, all one word. Foss kicking.
1: Uh huh. Never heard of it. What, said I to... a sure I you I can I take a guess? Sure you can. Sure you can. Foss kicking. What is a foss? Fossil? A fossil beats the hell, beats the hell a out of me. maybe. Well, you know what? Okay,
0: a go, fossil with, go with fossil. Go with fossil because you're 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 kind of on the right track there. Fossil.
1: Okay, a fossil. You can refer to a fossil as someone that's old. Thank you. So a Foss kicking would be to, <laughs> would be to uh, maybe criticize someone that's old? Uh Kick them while they're down Foss kicking? No? Not quite. Okay, it said, right. it it said, said to,
0: there are two different definitions. It said to to prospect or search for gold or to search about or rummage for things. Well, what's the kicking got to do with it? I don't know. Like you're going out and kicking rocks. Oh, I I don't, I don't, I just looked it up. I didn't define it. I didn't make up the definitions myself. No,
1: no, that's fine. Yeah. I just looked up, I just
0: looked up the definitions. I didn't, uh, that was not, uh, I didn't, uh, didn't make up these words
1: myself. I mean, it's uh, yeah, but this is, this is why this is fun for me because (laughs) some of these sayings in there would be just to sell books. And like we said, some would just be regional in certain parts of the country or current in the last five or 10 or 20 years. And I haven't lived at home for 25 years. So this is why it's fun. So especially to any Americans, Canadians or people not from Australia listening to this, they mm-hmm. can take notes and say, okay, I'm not going to say that one because people might not know what I'm talking about. Right. Whereas right. some of it, some of them are great and they can use them, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh... And there are some that I know the definition of that I will not use here because they are, I don't want to go ahead and mention them here. So I won't be mentioning some <laughs> of them. I Some of them I know are not appropriate to put on the podcast, even though I dropped an F-bomb about 20 minutes ago on here. Um, they're not ones <laughs> Gary, that I'm going to.
1: Gary Vaynerchuk will be proud of you for saying the F-word. <laughs> Who, who's that? Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a legend in New York. He's. He's probably the best in the world in social media marketing, okay. and I've talked to him a few times, and he was actually on with Hutchie and damo a couple of weeks ago, yeah, I like him. I'm a big fan of what he does, but he's, okay. he wants to he wants he's aiming to buy the New York Jets and he probably will one day Wow,
0: wow yeah. that,
1: that would be awesome
0: uh yeah you know, so yeah, I know you have not looked at your at the NFL quite yet, but do you have any thoughts as far as uh who you're who you are looking at to be playing in the Super Bowl this year?
1: Oh yeah, no, I got my notes. I was just saying with all the cricket stuff I'm doing and CFL and AFL, I haven't listened to as much or watched as much as I would have previously, mainly because of the cricket show I'm doing. Yeah. But now I got my got my sheet here with all my initial picks on a money line and then tonight I have to go in and give them a confidence level of 1 to 16 and that's in an amazing comp that I'm in, so it's for the win so if you give 16 points to the team and they lose, you lose 16 points, so you want to try and keep the points low on the games you're not sure of, so yes and Ripper games, but I mean the real interesting one is Monday night Bills at Jets with the unlikable lately Aaron Rodgers at the Jets, so that's probably a very interesting game and my Broncos hopefully beat the Raiders just. They're favored by four and a half. They'll probably win yeah. by three. So no, I'm on top of it, just not as detailed as other years.
0: Okay. Well, I I will I will, you know, I know you said you did not listen to my NFL preview episode, but I will let you know um I did not um I did not have the uh Broncos playing in the uh playoffs this year.
1: Well, we don't know how Sean Payton, whether he's got Russell Wilson in line or not, because Russell Wilson was an absolute disgrace last year at the Broncos. He was overweight and too into his own self and not a team man and just pathetic, and we had a pathetic coach. The golf hack that needed to get fired earlier than he did. So I'm a fan of Sean Payton, so let's hope he can sort out Russell Wilson, yeah.
0: Oh, I think he he will. I think Wilson still has some great years ahead of him. Uh, but, uh, again, I'm, you know, the way you feel about Carlton and the way you, well, I guess more the way you feel about Port Adelaide is the way f- I feel about Denver. You know, I'm not a, uh, the, but, you know, but again, I, I guess I, I would rather see, I would rather see Denver be successful than Baltimore. Like, like I have said in many instances, you know, you know, I, I absolutely loathe the Baltimore Ravens. I despise them. I re I respect the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I respect what they've done. It's a great organization. It's run wonderfully well. I respect the hell out of that organization. I'd love to see them lose every game, but I respect the hell out of them. But the Ravens, I hate them so much. And I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but if my first wife owned an NFL team, I would sit in the owner's box for her team to cheer against the Ravens. That's how That's how much I hate the Ravens.
1: Well, no. to newcomers listening, yes. The Cleveland Browns team left Cleveland and moved to Baltimore in the middle of the night. The guy came along with all his semi trailers and the owner just moved the team out of the city, correct?
0: Well, we knew it was coming. We tried we tried to fight to keep it and that's how we ended up being able to keep the name and the team colors and that sort of thing. It so so we did not end up like the, uh, the Houston oil, you know, we didn't end up like the Houston Oilers where they lost their, all of their team records, which went with the Tennessee Titans. Right. Um, you know, cause they went to, they became the Tennessee Oilers for a couple of years and they changed the name, but the Houston team did not take the Oilers name back from, you know, with them. So right. you know, we, we got to keep, we got to keep our team name there. So yeah, I've been, I've been watching the heck out of cricket as well. I've been watching the, uh, some of the, the international T20 stuff. I, I, I was, you know, I, I watched uh, all three of the games that the uh, Australians were were uh, were playing down in uh, in South Africa, and they just they took it to South. They they hammered South Africa pretty well. And I've been so watching. You I, saw
1: my you saw my mate. Well, I'm very good mates with dad, but I know him Marsh. As well. You saw you saw no Travis Travis Head. Head that's right. That's guy. right. Yeah. Ninety-one of forty-eight balls. Yeah. Well,
0: and Mitchell Marsh had a Mitch March had a great series down there as well. Um, but then wow. I've been watching uh, New Zealand and England as well, and it's uh, it's been. It, and New Zealand had been like two weeks earlier; they were in the UAE playing against uh, the UAE side. Beautiful stadium, but there couldn't have been you know that probably sat sixty thousand people. But there couldn't have been more than a thousand people in the stands.
1: Yeah, that's what, was, UAE. Yeah, I get you. But it was you know. And again, money, only... money, yeah. money, money, money. them there a bit. Well, anyway, I... we're well, talking international cricket, mate. Hope you can watch my show. I just released last night, episode eighteen, of, 18. Episode of Cricket TV. There was a four-day event here, Friday till Monday. I was out all day Saturday and Sunday, and there was thirty teams, local teams and teams from America and all over Canada, and there was quite a few international players here. I interviewed a big, fast bowler from the Caribbean. There was guys from Scotland team that I talked to, so maybe you can check out that. It was a great event to see some good players up here in Edmonton. So there must be money in all these T20 tournaments for players that are they're good but they're not quite good enough to play uh-huh. in their national team yeah because a big fast bowler I interviewed last year he was in the CPL as well so I had a lot of fun last weekend outstanding outstanding yeah it's uh it's it's becoming
0: you know a lot of fun to watch it so i mean i i you know while i'm working on stuff at home i'll have the games on and it you know it's and that willow tv that i subscribe to has been awesome for this and it it's just it's overwhelming the amount of cricket that's out there you know it's it's just i mean there are so many you know different tournaments and leagues that are going on that i haven't even figured out where the hell these places even are yet
1: of course yeah to go back you know, to well, go back and look at things well the big one you're going to really enjoy the one coming up next month it's the p5050 over world cup of cricket which has a lot of tradition it's been uh-huh. around a lot longer than the T20 the T20 is relatively new right, kind right. of whereas the the T50 game has been around a lot longer the test match obviously is the original but the world cup coming up in India will be a massively viewed event around the world i'm looking forward to that wow yeah it sh- it should be fun and it and it's uh you know there have been some some
0: great performances uh and uh and I, I'm I'm starting to recognize names, which is you know is scaring me. I'm still working on learning the names of my students this year, <laughs> but uh, I'm starting to recognize names, you know, on the on the uh, the lineups for the different teams. And I'm thinking, you know, well he he was he was uh, he was batting, you know, third in the first uh, in the first game of this series. And now he's now he's dropped to fourth, or he's dropped to fifth, or he's up to first or whatever. And I'm just you know, I guess I have another. Uh, you know, another thing that I'm gonna be, you know, paying a lot of attention to. And it's it's uh it's a good thing, you know, and as my son told me, damn dad, you'll do anything to not watch baseball anymore. And I Sit guess I Sit guess he here. was right. Um yep. you know it's There's a lot more to it. It's, it's it's been it's been fun. But you know the one thing that I noticed that I had never picked up on before because I thought I thought that every time that the bowler bowled that the ball had to bounce. But I have seen instances where <laughs> the ball has not bounced, where they've just simply thrown it in like a like a baseball pitcher. Yeah, but you don't want to do that because then it's easier for the batter to hit, yeah. you see. Yeah, but I like I said, but I, I I didn't think they were allowed to do that. And then I and then I watched, you know, a couple of balls as you as you just mentioned, they would just get absolutely crushed. And I'm thinking, that didn't bounce. And they would nah. show the re- they would show the replay, and no, it didn't bounce. I mean, he threw it. <laughs> through it be like belt belt high you know middle of the plate if you will if, if you use the baseball you know comparison there and, and then and the 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 guy smacked the hell out of it now i've not watched yeah. any of the i've not watched any of the women's cricket yet and i do want to get into watching some of that as well i just haven't done that cuz i know some of the, like the the women's teams are are traveling around in different countries right now i mean i watched uh uh there was a tournament i can't remember, it was india that was uh the indian team that was in ireland i watched the 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 two games that were played there one of them got rained out Right. Um but fortunately they didn't have the same people covering the uh the uh the pitch that were, we're working up at Edmonton a couple of months back for you.
1: Um they, <laughs> they actually got it covered. But uh <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that. Some yeah. need people need to be more serious and so, look after the so pitch. when you when you had that many teams
0: playing, were they all playing on the same um I mean, did they have to take turns and play on the same ground, or did you have multiple grounds where you have where you have uh, pitches for them
1: to be able to to play? Oh, glad you brought that up because one reason we are doing Edmonton Cricket TV is the founder Philip Hicks. Uh, I got to be a bit careful what I say here, but his aim is to have more fields built in Edmonton and mm-hmm. bring in junior cricket and women's cricket, so. Currently, we have six fields, five fields, and thus the 30 teams had to play. We played all fields over the weekend. I went to Castle Downs in St. Albert. Then we got Victoria Park, Pusher Fields and Millwoods. So we need more fields here, and it's about getting organized and meeting with the right government people to to get government grants to basically get land and build fields. And there is a massive immigrants coming to Canada and a lot of them come from India and they love playing cricket. So that's one reason Edmonton cricket TV started so that we have a voice and that we can promote cricket and get juniors and women's and more fields going over time. Yeah. Not sure how long it will take, but, uh, making some inroads into that that's okay. as much as i can say at this stage
0: okay that that's outstanding i mean it, and it's yeah. uh you know we're, we're starting to see a little bit of uh you know of course yeah I, I still have to line up and reset the date to talk with the the marketing guy from major league cricket here in the u.s but uh i need to follow up with another email with him here uh shortly just to try to set up a day for him but um you know we're i'm looking forward to To sitting down with him but um i have an interesting guest that he reached out to me last week who's going to come on this friday uh and i don't want to spoil that too much yet but he's i'll tell you off air but he's uh he's doing something i think pretty interesting so he reached out to me because he thought i would be a good uh a good conduit for for what it is that he's doing so i think i'm looking forward to bringing that to you uh here in the in the coming days but uh you know, it's 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 nice and it's fun to get back into the swing of being able to actually sit down and conduct some interviews, which I which are the things that I love doing the most. I love talking about the games, but I really love talking to people and finding out, you know, what makes them tick and why they love the game so much and and their memories and being able to share those with people. That's the thing that I really love doing when I when I do the podcast. And, I you know, I love talking about the games as we do here. But again, you know, I'm I'm never going to be the expert that 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 other people are. But I really enjoy, like I said, getting, you know, the thoughts and the input from other people to see what it is that they that they think and what they love about the game. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. And, of course, I'm going to be doing the uh, episodes again here pretty soon with the my most memorable game. So if you want to reach out to me, you know, send me a note over on my website at yankonthefooty.com. And I'd love to set something up and chat with you about that. So uh, where can people find your work there, Mick?
1: Yeah, well, just on the um... – that's kind of where you got some notoriety or whatever the word is, some fame or whatever is your interviews. And that's Uh pretty much why I started listening to you a couple of years ago. It's, wow, he's got some good guests on there. So (laughs) people love to hear people's life stories and, you know, Howie Games in Australia, the guys actually kick butt by interviewing people. So if you keep interviewing interesting people, whether it's just a fan or someone like the guy in, Darwin you interviewed or whatever and mm-hmm. and that reminds me, th- thanks for sending me that waratahs jersey. You didn't need to do that, but that was unbelievable. You know what? I treasure that one.
0: I I know I didn't need to do it, but as I told you, I'm not gonna be wearing that out in public and you played with that club and I was more than yeah. happy to share that with you. I was awesome. absolutely Thank more than you. happy. I was more than happy to share that with you. But I, okay. I have a polo, I have a polo shirt uh from the club that I can wear. So I mean that, that I'm Right you know because i'm i'm not wearing a a tank top you know a a, a jumper to 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 work to school I, they would, they would, <laughs> because let's let's be honest it doesn't matter how much weight i've lost the arms they're still they're, this is not a gun show
1: this yeah. is
0: a, this is you know it's still
1: like a a used bubble gum show uh, <laughs> well so- <laughs> that's funny because when I sent Gabe's when I sent Gabe, Gabe Rancy the West Coast Eagles premiership jersey, what was it, uh-huh. eighteen, nine oh, I forget eighteen or nineteen? 18. Yeah. He's like, like, Oh man, I got no arms to wear this. I need some muscles. So, <laughs> well you can always
0: wear a t shirt under yeah, it, I, I guess. The same
1: thing. Yeah. But I mean, now I- what I'm doing is I'm I i want to collect all the jerseys of all the teams I've played for, except for one. I'm not interested in collecting one jersey, uh, but I don't want to talk about that right now because something's happened in the last day that I'm not happy about. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, I'll bring it up. Calgary are trying to pull out of coming here to Edmonton to play football again, which is meant to be this weekend. So, mm-hmm. might as well mention it. On media, I can tell the truth that we go down there to play, but for some reason they're too lazy to come up to Edmonton and reverse and play in the Capital Cup. So, at this stage, they're either bringing half a team or probably not at all, which is disgusting. So, I I don't care about collecting a Calgary Kangaroos jersey. That's all I'll say. Okay, Um so, But I aim on collecting all the jerseys I've played for, and the Waratahs one arrived at my house last week, thanks to you, so well, thank you. Well, <laughs> you,
0: you you do know now that you're going to get two of the Calgary kangaroo shirts, or jumpers, they're going to send them to you
1: now. Well, I what I did, I swapped teams down there, I was so upset with the way some of the guys were carrying on, I actually swapped over and went and helped grow the Calgary Bears. Yeah. Um, there you go. So the ruse formed in the Bears. So then I played for the Bears, and then I moved to Ottawa. So there's
0: a quick, quick rundown. All right. So before we wrap up here, sir, because I'm I'm going to go back and record the intro right now because I have a really interesting story for the uh, the club of the episode. Somebody uh, shared this one with me because I would not have seen it otherwise. Uh, um, Tim from Twitter shared this one with me. Wonderful story. Uh, about a club in WA that uh, just a really neat story that that are the club of the episode. Where can people find your work? I know you mentioned Edmonton, uh, cricket TV, which, you know, quite frankly, I, 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 love the logo that you have for that. Are you going to, are you going to have stickers for that? Yeah. Oh, we got hats and shirts and stickers. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got I, mean, it all I mean, I, I, and, I have, I now have, I now have and, some cricket. Uh, yeah, I've been, got cricket stickers hanging on the, on my desk. I mean, I put a, you know, I've got a, uh, i've got a i've got three or four cricket stickers on there i put a i've got a cricket australia sticker on there now i've got a you know the cricket ball uh i got one, one of the balls um I, I put one of the clubs from the uh the ipl on there as well uh the right. the chennai super kings uh on there as well yep, so yeah 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 all right let's yeah. send you one so where do you where do you uh where can we where, where can people find your work there sir
1: yeah, well, Edmonton Cricket TV on Facebook or YouTube is eighteen shows, and we talk a lot on the Facebook. So hopefully, you can like that. Um TV slash AFL. Last week's show last Friday on Sports Grid New York TV. Um, we talked the first two games of the finals because uh-huh. I'm normally on Friday nights. I'm not sh- sure what time this week because they have Gabe has moved. To mainly nights now so it won't be eight twenty eastern so i'm not sure but if you go to mcazi.tv slash afl you'll see last week's show talking the first two games okay
0: that sounds good that sounds good and i'll have those links in the show notes as well for us so people can check those out and you know, especially if you're a cricket fan and you want to see all the the great stuff that's happening up in edmonton with that i know you said you got episode 18 that has just come out um And you know, I've I've watched a couple of them, and like I said, I'm just now figuring out you know the game of cricket a little bit, and and I'm I'm no I'm by no means an expert, but uh, it's uh, it's fun, and you know it's just I took your
1: I took your advice, and I reduced the sound at the very end after the sponsors well, like i
0: like i said it's it scared the hell out of me because it was it was that nice calm music at the end and then there was that jolt of music and i was i was not ready for that and so you know so i guess you know hopefully you were you know hopefully that wasn't there because you know somebody had dozed off and you were waking them back up i know that's not what it was but uh, no, no, no. but yeah it was uh yeah i've i've enjoyed it i'm uh i'm it's just, it's just a fun game. And I, I, am again, it's another game that I'm not going to get my wife to ever watch. Uh, And I'm, you know, and I've got a lot of friends who are baseball fans. I'm not going to necessarily try to convert them, but I've talked to them a little bit about it and I've talked about, about how it's three-dimensional and they were, they were fascinated by the fact that, you know, when, when, when a team, you know, decide when the team hits first, that they go, they, they do all of their hitting and then they play defense and then they bowl after that you know rest, yeah. rather than baseball where you where you're alternating which you know is is just that's, yeah. that's that's a whole new concept for you know people who are baseball fans so yeah i'm uh, i'm enjoying it so i'm uh, my
1: it's very complicated game especially when you get weather involved right
0: yeah there was i saw a little bit of rain here and there and it's it is uh it's going to be it's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and i'm 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 still as I, and I mentioned in my preview episode, I'm still trying to figure out which club I want to support in the big bash league. I had one that I'm leaning towards, but you know, make your pitch, you know, in terms of who I, uh, or make your bowl, I should say, in terms of, uh, who I should be supporting in the big bash league. I'm, I am a free agent right now, but, uh, you know, they, cause they announced they did the big bash draft Uh and they said there was one, there was an American player that got drafted. Well, He's not an American. He happens to be from New Zealand, but he lives in the United States, and his fiance is American.
1: Yeah. So, mate, I don't, I don't really, I don't really follow the big bash like I should. I mean, it's Australia T twenty, of course, but I don't yeah. have time, and all right, Mick. So, what are we? What is our word of advice for this week, there, sir? Oh, look, with the AFL finals and four great games, so I really hope you all enjoy them. But just remember. So much of football is mental preparation, concentration during the game, before the game. So watch for the teams that are focused and they might get over and win. Have a great weekend and enjoy the footy, mate.
0: All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks so very much. Cheers. All right, Mick. Hey, man, thanks so much for jumping on uh, to chat about the finals games this week. It's going to be one hell of a weekend. I am looking forward to it. Uh, so there you have it. Those are our tips on the first week of finals. You know, We agreed on a couple games, disagreed on some things as well. You'll have to let us know where you think I'm uh, wrong or where you think Mick's wrong or where we're right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, look out for one another. Check up on your friends and family. Give them a call. Make sure they're okay. And remember, you can find everything for my, web, uh, for my podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. Uh You can get on the mailing list there. You can leave a review. And uh, I do have a number of new podcast stickers coming in uh in the next day or two and if you want one of those leave me a review over at my website yankonthefooty.com you can leave a review on the website or you can also leave one that will then get sent out to apple podcasts uh it helps to legitimize the podcast maybe get other people want to check it out um and once you've left that review shoot me an email at yankonthefootygmail.com with your mailing address and letting me know you left a review And I'll drop a sticker for the podcast in the mail to you or in the post to you. I think I have eight or nine of them coming right now. So I have a handful of them that I want to share with people. And hopefully they'll get them on their bumper stickers, their cars, and get people talking about the podcast. You can help also by sharing the episodes with your friends and family. Um, If you want to help out the podcast, you can also click on that Buy Me a Coffee button or check out my store page. So if you see one sticker you like, you might find another one. Or maybe you want to get a t-shirt or I don't know. Heck, I think you can even get a shower curtain if you wanted to, which I won't be having in my house, but I guess they offer those over on the Redbubble page. So if you want to check that out, you certainly can do that. Uh, all, everything that comes in through uh, the uh, Buy Me a Coffee or Redbubble goes right back into the podcast, although some of that's going to be getting rolled into my planned trip to Australia next footy season. So You know, there's going to be more information on that certainly coming out once the fixture is uh, available. I think it's January that that's going to come out. So, hey, if you know somebody in the AFL house and you want to tell them to get the fixture out a little early, it would certainly help me with my plans. So, ladies and gents, if you have an idea for a guest, uh, please feel free to drop me a note. Remember, I'm going to be doing my um, interviews on my most memorable game. So if you're somebody who has a game that you will never forget, whether it's at the local level to a grand final or whatever, I would love to tell your story. I'd love to share your story with people because I truly, truly enjoy talking footy with you. Uh, remember, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at yank underscore on Twitter. I appreciate the continued kind words from everybody. And those of you who have been checking out the podcast over on my YouTube channel, I have been absolutely thrilled by the interaction that i've had with people and i have to admit i've been rather neglectful with my youtube channel um, you know i have 300 and almost 50 episodes of the podcast that have been produced i have about 90 of them over on my youtube channel now i know that all the ones that are reviewing an episode here or there those kinds of things they have a bit of a shelf life because talking about a game that is good that happened or is going to happen you know, in the coming weekend may not be something that somebody comes back to listen to later on. But if you've been over at my website or my YouTube channel and been checking it out, check out my website at com because I have probably, and I've not totaled up the numbers lately, but here, but I have probably close to 200 interviews that I have done with different people in different aspects of the game, whether it be team presidents to players to former players to, Just fans and just telling wonderful stories. So, ladies and gents, as always, may your dribble kick never hit that post. I will catch you later, and I hope you enjoy this first weekend of finals. This has been episode 285 of A Yank on the Footy. Again, thanks for listening. And I do hope you'll share this episode and a link to the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, goodbye.